Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Dating with Nora, where I take questions from my TikTok, Instagram, any social media that I have, and answer questions relating to breakups, relationships, situationships, all the above. Um, so yeah, let's get started with the first question. Um, I'm always going to keep usernames private because I feel like it's rude to just put people's business out there, including their name. Um, but yeah, so let's get started with the first question. My ex-boyfriend broke up with me around two weeks ago and it was a very toxic relationship at this point and destroyed me mentally to the point where I broke up with him. He then showed up at my house one night claiming to still love and care about me and wanting to be friends. So I texted him when he was ignoring me and asked how he could be so cruel and then he completely blocked me on everything. I was just wondering that if in this type of situation, if that person is still going to miss you because I know I did a lot for him, but he's already seeing someone new and I didn't know if that will happen where he will miss me. So... I feel like this is a common question whenever you go through a breakup is wanting to know if that person's going to miss you, wanting to know if they're going to want to text you again or call you again, um, wanting to know if you had an effect on them in any way because you're hurting so badly and you're getting nothing from them. You're getting radio silence and you're wondering how that could be possible when you're hurting so badly and they seem to not be affected at all. Um, I would say I think he will miss you but not in the way that you want him to. And that's purely based on the information that you gave me. I think that he sounds really selfish, um, emotionally immature. I think that was really mean of him in the first place to show up to your house in the middle of the night saying that he loves you, but just wanting to be friends. It sounds like a way of him still getting to control the situation, still getting to control the narrative because he will get to be friends with you, but still go talk to other women and date other women and not have to have a guilty conscience about it uh, because you're just friends. And I think that is really mean and could be manipulative in a way. Um, When you know someone loves you, you know that they're willing to do a lot for you. And like you said, you've already done a lot for him and he's acted cruel and mean to you. So yeah, I do think, I think he'll miss you. I think no matter how much time passes, people who have done you dirty or really wrong in a relationship will eventually feel at least the guilt uh, unless they're a complete psychopath (laughs) which I I doubt he is Um, but yeah I think he will miss you I think he'll just miss you at first in the way of things that you did for him things that you helped him out with again like you said you did a lot for him so probably acts of service that he'll miss first and then eventually in the long run he'll end up missing you in the relationship, but it'll be more so a little, a little too late for that. I think by the time he comes around to it, you'll be, you'll be over the situation and he'll, he'll regret it a lot. Um, and like I said, it just doesn't sound like a, like a healthy situation to begin with. You said that he, he drained you mentally. He dragged you along for so long that you felt like there was no other option than to leave for your own mental health. And I think that if someone takes you to a place like that, It's not a healthy relationship to begin with. And you should be proud of yourself in the first place for leaving. I really think I know how hard it is to get out of a toxic situation, a relationship, how hard it is to make yourself be the one to leave first, especially when you love someone. Leaving when you love someone still is one of the hardest things in the world when it comes to relationships. But definitely be proud of yourself because it is devastatingly hard to do so. And and you were strong enough to do it. So I would say... Be proud of yourself for that. Know that he will most likely end up missing you. 
but it doesn't sound like this is a relationship that you should go back to unless there are some serious changes. Not to mention that you guys have only been broken up for two weeks and he's already seeing someone new. Again, shows a lack of emotional maturity. Uh, Shows a lack of him being able to be alone comfortably, which is also a red flag. You have to love yourself first and be comfortable being by yourself before you can invite another person into your space. And it sounds like he doesn't have that yet. So I think to answer your question, yeah, he'll miss you. But it sounds like you need to focus on yourself and just be proud of yourself that you got yourself out of this situation before it got too far, before you felt like you weren't able to leave and you were stuck with someone that was just mentally draining you. So yeah, I would say keep doing what you're doing. Focus on yourself. Focus on enjoying things that you love. Take yourself out on dates. Uh, I always recommend whenever I talk to people about breakups and healing through a breakup or healing after a long-term relationship with someone, something that helped me was making a list of things I wanted to try, things that I would be excited about. One thing every weekend that I would go out by myself and do to just kind of bring back that excitement um, and distract myself from being sad. Um, So yeah, focus on that. Do things that you love. Hang out with friends. Hang out with family. Journal. Journaling helped me a lot. I always talk about journaling, I feel like, in every video, but it really does help. I remember going through my last big breakup um, last year, and I just wrote down everything that I was feeling. If I was angry, I would write down why I was angry. If I was sad, I would write down what I was sad. Just Even what I did with my day, just writing everything down instead of texting the person, I would just write and write and write. And it really helps you get that out of your system without having to communicate with the other person. Um, So yeah, let's go on to the next question. This one is from my TikTok comments. So it says, I feel a lot of unworthiness with the fact that they don't reach out and moved on. We've had no contact for a year now and still nothing. Like, was I really that replaceable or unimportant? I've tried dating, but it's tough out here. So, first of all, I would say, and I did comment back to this person, so let me reiterate, you should never feel unworthy just because someone does not see the value that you bring to the table. I know in relationships and when we're with someone for a long time span, it's very, very easy to collapse into their ecosystem, (laughs) meaning it's very easy to lose ourselves to lose our own personal routine, to lose some of our personality. And that's not always a negative thing, but we become so infused with this other person who we're with 24-7, every day a week, for months, talking every day. Um, You know, it's just easy to lose that self-worth feeling when you are, like I said, entwined with this other person for so long. So when that person disappears from our life after a breakup or for whatever reason it leaves us feeling like a piece of us is missing. And I feel like that's where the unworthiness comes from. But you have to remember that you were a whole person before you met your ex and you will be a whole person afterwards. And you are a whole person during as well. It's just easy to forget that. So never feel unworthy just because someone left your life. You are the main character of your life. You are the main person who makes decisions. You are the person who you wake up to every single day for the rest of your life. Uh, Your value shouldn't be held just because somebody else doesn't see, like I said, the value that you bring to the table. So definitely don't feel that. Uh, As far as no contact goes, it can be really tough. Uh, 
it sounds like you and this person had a really strong connection if you're still thinking about it after a year. But not not all non-communication is bad. I feel like if they've moved on, you shouldn't take it as a personal attack. It has been some time. And I know that's hard because whenever we love somebody, the thought of them being with somebody else is just gut-wrenching. It's horrible and it's it's icky. It's gross. Nobody ever wants to think about it. But they're living their lives just as much as us. And just because there was someone new, it doesn't take away the value that you two had from your relationship. It doesn't take away the special moments and memories that you two had together. It doesn't take away how he felt about you before just because there was someone new. So I feel like try to look at it that way and just, you know, be grateful that you two did get the time to spend that you did and some things don't work out and we move on. And like you said, dating is tough out here. Dating is awful. I'm gonna be honest with you. The thought of downloading Tinder again runs chills down my spine. I, I, that's another topic. Dating apps are a whole another topic that we'll get into in another episode. But if you don't feel like dating, don't force yourself to date. You shouldn't you know, you shouldn't force yourself to date just because your ex is on that path. Maybe it's not time for you. If you don't want to go out and meet new people, don't go out and meet new people. That's not, you know, that's not a rule that you have to, you have to do that just because your ex is or just because your friends are doing it or just because you feel like you should at this point in your life. There's never a perfect point in your life or um, a timer of when you need to get your forever partner. Do what you want to do. If you want to be single and not worry about shit, and be single and don't worry about shit. If you're emotionally not available yet, then you shouldn't be getting into a relationship in the first place. It won't be fair to your new partner. So definitely just take the time you need to heal and don't worry about dating right now. It'll happen when it's meant to happen. And I know that's so cliche and people hate that, but it's true. And what's meant for you will always find you, whether that be your ex that you're talking about or somebody completely new. What is ever meant to be in your life will never pass you by no matter how much time has gone by no matter what has happened in the past it'll find you what's meant for you will always find you and like I said again so cliche but it's a piece of advice that really helps me whenever I feel negative about situations or feel down about my own situations so yeah that's that's my advice there and you know you're not replaceable or unimportant it's just just how life goes sometimes and and I I feel like that's not an answer that that a lot of people want to hear but like I said just because he's with someone new doesn't mean that what you had wasn't special doesn't mean that you're replaceable or unimportant it doesn't mean that the feelings he had for you weren't real it just means that right now life is going in a different direction and if you two are meant to end up back together then that'll happen but right now just focus on yourself don't worry about dating don't worry about what your friends are doing just focus on you do what you want to do um and it'll happen if it's meant to happen and if not something better is out there waiting for you in my opinion if something doesn't work out that just means the universe is waiting to bring you something that that'll leave you wondering why you're even sad about this man in the first place so Next question. This also comes from my TikTok comments. What if I just want him back and now realize that I really don't miss the way he was treating me? It's probably petty and really rude to just do no contact or lead him on further now. He said he was going to change, but still doesn't, still don't, still doesn't understand it's everything I have addressed. So I will say this. Breaking up with somebody is equally as uncomfortable as being 
broken up with because it's never fun to hurt another person. It's never fun to be the one that fell out of love or you still love this person, you know, in a friend way, but not in a romantic way and loving them as a friend still will hurt you. Seeing them hurt, it's a vicious cycle basically. But I will say definitely, definitely don't just ghost him. Don't go no contact without letting him know that's what's going on. Um, Don't lead him on. I would just say sit down and have an honest conversation with him. Like I said, it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be a little uncomfy, but it'll be better for everybody in this situation in the long run because you're not going to have this guilt um, of feeling like you're leading him on if you stay with him. All you're going to be thinking about is, oh, I, I should break up with him. I don't know. Should I? Should I not? I feel bad if I'm leading him on. You're not going to have to live with that guilt every day if you stay with him. And also he's going to, you know, if he hurts now, that's just the cycle of relationships. But he'll in the long run be better because he'll be with somebody that does love him. Um, and, you know, it does happen. We give somebody a million chances. We give someone a million chances. We repeat ourselves a thousand times. They don't change their ways. They don't change how they act or how they behave or how they respect us in a relationship. And enough is enough. We break up. We miss them. And then we get back together. And nothing has changed. And you're kind of reminded of why you left in the first place. And it sounds like that's where you're at now. And I've been there. I feel like a lot of people have been there. I would just say... Be proud of yourself that you recognize that this isn't a healthy relationship and it's not something that you want. But also, you got to sit down with the dude and tell him that's where you're at right now. Um, Honesty is best in every aspect of life. And it'll also, in a way, let him know that his actions have consequences. It sounds like you're breaking up with him because he hasn't changed. Nothing has changed. Like you said, you've repeated yourself over and over again about what bothers you in the relationship. You've repeated what you would like to see changed and nothing has changed. And like you said, you don't miss the way he was treating you. And that's a very, very valid reason to break up with someone. So it'll show him that actions do have consequences and you can't just treat somebody like shit and expect them to stay with you no matter what. Um, You can't take the people you love for granted. And that's an important lesson that a lot of people have to learn. That's one that I've learned myself. And it's a tough lesson to learn, but you breaking up with him will definitely speak volumes to that. And I just think it'll be best for everybody. And if he does change, then you guys can get back together. But if not, you're going to be okay. And he's going to be okay. Just honesty is always best, even though the conversation may be a tad uncomfortable. It's always best to just be honest. And I hope you guys can't hear my computer just repeatedly going off in the background. But yeah. That is the advice I would give for that. Um, so those are the questions that I had for this week. I'm going to try to only do three um, and keep them all topic related. This week's was breakups. Um, and I'm also going to be speaking a little bit about advice. Some episodes won't have questions. It'll just be me giving my advice, like more content that I do on TikTok, but just in a longer span. Um, this episode this week was a little shorter than I like. But I just wanted to pop off with the first episode. And I'm really I'm really excited to do this. I feel like it's a better way to give advice, answer questions, do a one-on-one conversation instead of trying to either fit advice 
in 15 words or less in the comments or in a three-minute video on TikTok. Um, like I said, if you would like to ask a question to be answered on this podcast, I did set up an email. It's datingbynora at gmail.com. Or you can message me on my TikTok or Instagram. That's where I get most of my questions. Um, So yeah, I'll be uploading every Friday. And I hope you guys have a great weekend. Bye. Hello and welcome to another episode of Dating with Nora. So um, I do have some more questions for this episode. But I did kind of want to talk about... Um, also my tips on how to heal from a breakup, um, along with answering some questions. So let's get right into it. So the first question um, for today came from my TikTok DMs as always. Um, so it says, my girlfriend of eight years blindsided me with a breakup on New Year's. She said she wanted to focus on herself. It started as a break where we just needed time apart. And I have basically begged and tried to convince for her back until now. I'm not even being dramatic when I mean beg. The other day, she said she doesn't want to be with me anymore, but still wants to be friends. I was honest with her and told her I can't be friends with her at this point in my life. I will want more. She then blocked me on everything one day randomly when I got off work, catching me completely off guard. I emailed her and we talked on the phone and she's basically just been mean as fuck to me since. I still love her deeply, I think, and I don't know if there's any chance of reconciliation and it really upsets me. I've tried to go no contact multiple times, but always feel like I need to say one more thing to her. Like I could somehow win her back. I'm just lost. So a couple things here. I have noticed whether it be emails or DMs or just anytime somebody reaches out to me for advice that when somebody breaks up with you, they almost always ask to still be friends. And I think that a lot of the times we want to be able to say yes to that because when we love someone, we want them to be in our lives no matter what we want them to still talk to us still hang out with us even if it's at the expense of our own feelings um I personally always suggest not to stay friends with an ex I think it is a slippery slope um and I think like you said you recognize that you told her up front that you can't just be friends with her because you're going to want more because you love her and I think that was a really healthy step and a really healthy boundary for you to set within this relationship um and it sounds like when she didn't like the answer that you gave her that she just shut down completely blocked you um and just shut down any type of communication almost like and I don't want to no I'll say it almost like a temper tantrum because she didn't get what she wanted um and a lot of the times when people break up with you and they still ask you to be friends it's a very selfish request, in my opinion. It's very selfish to expect um, the person that you hurt to still be accessible to you 24-7 whenever you want under the realms of the title of being a friend. Um, so like I said, I think it's really healthy that you set that boundary and stood up for yourself, even though you probably knew the consequences, probably knew that she wasn't going to take it well. Um, but I think it was healthy for you to make that decision. Um Also, feeling like you need to say one more thing to win her back, that is a completely normal reaction. Um, I remember my last big breakup, I 
felt like I couldn't shut up. I, um, I felt like I always needed to say something. I always needed to make one more point. I always needed to try to justify my worth to this person, justify to them that I was lovable and I was worthy of, of being loved by them. And at the end of the day, one, you shouldn't have to convince somebody to love you. Um, love is unconditional or it should be unconditional. Love is free and people tend to give it when they want to and when they feel it. And no amount of coercion or justifying yourself or pleading your case is going to change somebody's mind if they don't want to be with you. Um, and that's kind of the harsh reality of it. Um, but that longing and that feeling that if you just say one more thing, if you just say maybe the words right this time, that they'll see it from your perspective and want to work on things just as much as you do. Um, so that's a natural feeling, but in reality, it's not going to really do much except for hurting you in the long run because you're reopening that path of communication. You're reopening the possibility to receive communication from her, whether that be a positive communication or negative communication. Um, that is just like opening up a wound over and over again um, for the same results of disappointment. So like I said, that's a natural feeling, um, but I don't think it'll do you any good. And it sounds like you're very self-aware. It sounds like you recognize what the root of the problem is here but even if she's being mean and rude you still love her and that's what kind of sucks about breakups too is that you like I said love is unconditional so when we love we love deeply and we love without seeing any flaws and they can do no wrong because when you love someone you kind of put them on a pedestal and I don't want to say idolize, but it is almost like that. You almost kind of picture this person as your world, your all. Um, and it can make the lines really blurry when it comes to seeing their true characteristics or their personality or who they are at their core. Um, her reaction to you being honest was not a reaction that impressed me, honestly, um, instead of being empathetic, you know, and being like, hey, yeah, I understand that we can't be friends. I wish you the best. And, um, you know, I completely understand where you're coming from. And we'll leave it at that. She took the route of blocking you and then being rude and mean. And so it's not very empathetic and it's not very kind. And like I said, it's almost like she's having a temper tantrum because she did not get her way with this conversation. Um, so yeah, I think right now, even though it hurts and um, eight years is a long time, eight years is longer than any relationship that I've ever had. The longest one I've had was around five years and that that about killed me. <laughs> um, so I can only imagine how bad losing someone that you had a partnership with for eight years hurts. Um, but right now, it sounds like you need to take a step back and really take that no contact moment seriously um, for your mental health, for your physical health, especially if someone's treating you very unkind or mean and it's just not good to be in that environment at all, period, whether that be from a partner or a friend. If somebody's being rude and degrading you and being mean, it's not a healthy environment for us to put ourselves in. So definitely take a step back um, 
I'm not sure why the breakup happened. Um, you said you didn't know if there's any chance of reconciliation. Um, I think there's always a chance for reconciliation. Um, it just can take time sometimes. And like I always say, I think I said this in the last episode, if something's meant for you, it will be there for you. It'll happen no matter what happened in the past, no matter how much time has passed, it will, it will present itself to you because it's meant for you. Um, and I don't say that, I I say that with caution because I feel like a lot of the times when I say that, whether that be, um, a one-on-one session with a client or messaging somebody back when they ask just for quick advice, um, I feel like when I say that people really grasp onto it to the hope that, you know, oh, there is a possibility we're going to get back together. Okay. I'll just wait, you know, you can't put your life on pause for someone who is not reciprocating the love that you're giving them. I'm not telling you to put your life on pause. I'm not telling you to turn down other possibilities of building relationships with other people. I'm saying if it's meant for you, it'll happen no matter the circumstances of the present time. You could, if you and her are really meant to be together, you both could date someone for another five, eight years and then end those relationships and somehow found your way back to each other. So do not put your life on pause, but just know that if it's meant to be, it'll be. And there's nothing you can or cannot do to mess that up. So just take time for yourself. Um, Don't let her be mean to you. Uh, Sounds like you just really need to take no contact very seriously um and yeah just just focus on yourself we kind of talked about this the last time focus on yourself what you like to do what you enjoy doing um make make new friends (laughs) just be social um I think I talked about this in the last video too be social have friends over it's okay to grieve and process the relationship but it's not okay to drown in it you need to take time to heal but still live your life so definitely take no contact seriously and um and yeah so that's what I would say for that so the next one I have is an email that was sent to me um and it was labeled trying to move on it says hello I have been watching your videos for a while now I'm recently going through a breakup it's been a month and a half I just am trying to build my confidence back and stop hoping he will come back Your videos have been helping me realize some things. The last month of our relationship, he had begun texting a girl he used to date and now he's spending his time with her, I'm sure. When we broke up, he texted me while he was at work and I was home. I told him I would be gone by the time he got back from work, but after he was blaming me, saying I wasn't there when he got home to talk about it, but he didn't try to stop me from leaving. We have been sharing our cats, though, and recently it was his turn with one and he is being difficult giving me a time to take her back. I feel like I just need to let the cat go and break up all contact. So I did answer this person um, personally on my email, but I did want to talk about it a little more um, since it's kind of easier to just vocalize it. Um, So number one, it's, I always recommend no contact when going through a breakup, no matter what. Um, It's the healthiest way, in my opinion, to process things. Not only does it give your person or your ex time to miss you. Um, and we'll get into that in a second, but it also gives you time to process everything. When you still have your ex in your space during your healing journey, it can blur the lines to an extreme extent. 
you don't have space from them, so you don't have time to reflect on them. Um, so giving yourself time to separate from that partnership is so beneficial to both parties. Um, so definitely try to stick to no contact like we just talked about. Um, and I did say this in an email um, as far as, you know, co-parenting the cats. Um, he could be using the cat as leverage to have more opportunities to see you in the future, um, future planning kind of. Um, and I, I see this a lot whenever I speak with clients on a one-on-one session. Um, people can use pets, belongings, children, even sometimes if they're really high up there in, um, in manipulation, but they use all these things as manipulation tactics during breakups. Um, like I said, almost using these things as leverage um, to leave the door kind of cracked for them to re-enter your life when it's convenient for them. Um, and it, it could sound like that's what he's doing if he's being, for some reason, difficult. Like, how hard is it, is it to meet up and give somebody's pet back? It's, it's not that difficult to organize. So if he's making it difficult, this could be why. Or he could just be mean. I, I don't know. But um, if this is... What it sounds like, um, and this is what I said in the email response as well, um, no contact. Let him have the cat for now. Um, nobody wants to part with their pet. Pets are like family. Um, but at the same time, if it's at the expense of your emotions and your mental health, sometimes it is better to just take a back seat and let him have this one. And just don't, you know, take away his leverage. If you just say, okay, like, the cat was both of ours. We both love this cat. Um, I know that you love them as much as I do. I believe that you'll take good care of them. And that takes away, if he is using the pet as leverage, his opportunity to ask to see you in the future. Um, and also, like I said, um, if he does reach out to you to exchange the cat or try to see you again under the, under the basis of trading the pet off, um, set firm boundaries with it um set boundaries make sure that you set a time and place around your day around your schedule not his um you say saturday at 2 p.m works for me from 2 to 2 30 i'm available we can meet at walmart or somewhere in public other than your apartment or your home and if that doesn't work for him say okay well we'll have to do another day don't let him don't let him be in control. You're in control of the situation. Um, so kind of take the reins, put your foot down. Um, and yeah, but this one kind of leads me into more of the topic that I wanted to discuss when it comes from healing with a breakup and why I am such a strong advocate for no contact during breakups. Um, so I talk about this a lot on TikTok. I am someone who has an anxious attachment style. So what that means, um, there's two different attachment styles. It's anxious and avoidant. Um, so anxious attachment style is what I, what I recognize myself as. I have a tender fear <laughs> of abandonment. So that really, um, that really plays out in my, in my romantic relationships. Um, I get really anxious, especially during a breakup because 
a breakup is abandonment. And so it triggers a lot of um, bad feelings for me and I just really struggle with it. So this makes no contact extremely difficult for me. Um, but the reason I am such a strong advocate for it is because I know the benefits that it can bring during a healing process. So when we're talking about the other style of attachment, which is avoidant, um, my last big breakup, my ex was avoidant and I was anxious, a match made in heaven. (laughs) Um, so Basically, when it came to arguments, if we were arguing over something or having a fight or getting into it, I would want to sit down and fix it there, then and now. I would want to have a conversation. I would want to lay out everything that we had problems with each other. I would essentially just want to fix the problem there without anybody lifting a finger or anybody moving or anybody leaving. I wanted to make peace almost immediately. Um... And avoidant, um, like my ex whenever we broke up, um, he was not on that same playing field at all. He was not into that. He did not want to fix it right there, then and now. He did not want to sit down with me and make peace. He needed time to process. He wanted to go home. He wanted to go out. He wanted to be by himself to process the argument, the fight, whatever we were going on about. He wouldn't, and when he would leave, he wouldn't text, he wouldn't call, he would just go radio silence. And so, not saying that's an unhealthy way to process things, it's not, it's just not the way that I do. So, when that happened, it would have just a ripple effect of me being frustrated that he didn't want to sit down and fix it immediately, and him being frustrated because he wanted to go home. And then, once he got home, he would turn his phone off or he just wouldn't answer. And so I was having triggering feelings of abandonment and it was just this whole big cycle of a mess um, before we learned how to communicate in a healthy way. That's how it would be. Um, So with that being said, I feel like I just went on a little tangent there. With that being said, um, that is why no contact is so, so important during a breakup because Um, A lot of the times avoidant and anxious attachment styles will end up together in a partnership. It is not uncommon for this to happen. It almost always does. Um, I see it all the time. Um, No contact gives the avoidant time and space that they require. And it also does that for the um, anxious attachment. Even though it may be a rougher journey for the anxious attachment is just as beneficial as it is to the avoidant. Um... For the avoidant, it gives them time to fully calm down, decompress, process everything. It allows them to feel your absence. And I try to stress this every single time this topic comes up. When it comes to a breakup and you do no contact, it allows for the other person to miss you. Because... If you are texting them and blowing up their phone and calling them or meeting up with them every weekend, you're not allowing them to even entertain the idea of missing you because you're still there. You're still there. Nothing has changed. They just don't technically owe you any loyalty because you two have broken up. So when you do no contact, 
it has a much bigger and positive effect on them because they're finally able to miss you. And even though it's hard, believe me, I feel like all the questions that I get are, do you think my ex will miss me? Should I reach out to my ex? Um, what do I do, etc., etc. Just relax. <laughs> Just relax. And I know that's easier said than done, but you got to step back. You got to calm down and give them the opportunity to miss you. And um, next week, I am going to go into more tips on how to productively conquer no contact. But for now, I just wanted to, because I feel like it ties into the two questions that we had today of how important it is to stay strong with that. Um, and just, you got to give someone the opportunity to miss you. You got to give somebody the opportunity to feel the absence of your presence and to feel the absence of the love that you put into the relationship. Um so yeah, that is why I'm so, so keen on no contact and why it is so, so important to, to understand why. Because you can go into it and say, okay, I'm going to do no contact. But if you don't have the foundation of understanding why we're doing this, and I'm not talking about the goal of getting your ex back, I'm saying doing this for your mental health. The goal isn't to get your ex back, the goal is to prioritize yourself and your healing journey and knowing that that person is going to feel the consequences of their actions or even if it wasn't a big breakup the consequences of you know walking away from you in this connection and that is eventually missing you um so it is important to understand why no contact works and the ins and outs of anxious and avoidant because that can all help us understand ourselves even a little better um even just you know and we'll break this down in in another episode but more about anxious and avoidant I feel like identifying with an attachment style can really help you bring a healthy essence into a relationship it can help you better understand yourself it can help you explain yourself to your partner yada 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 I feel like I'm going on tangents today but yes I'm a big fan of no contact emotionally not a big fan psychologically huge fan um I think it benefits everybody and um it also helps you set a firm boundary and that's what we just talked about with this last question here set a boundary make sure that when you are cutting off contact with somebody that you are making sure you're setting that boundary for yourself and for them you are in complete control during a breakup. Just because you were the one that got broken up with doesn't mean that you're not in control. You are in complete control of every situation in your life, including being broken up with. Because like I said, a lot of the times when somebody breaks up with another person, what's the next question? What's the follow-up question? Can we still be friends? No, we cannot still be friends. <laughs> I don't want to be your friend, right? So that's part of setting firm boundaries is putting your foot down being like no you chose to end this partnership you are making a conscious decision of walking away and making a conscious decision that you do not want to have me in your life anymore so make that decision 
and then stand on it. You don't get both. You don't get to have me as a friend and an ex, no. Um, and that's something else we can get into later. But yeah, so setting firm boundaries is just as important in a breakup as it is in a relationship. So yeah, that is my rant of the week. <laughs> um, like I said, next time we're going to kind of get into more of um, recognizing your attachment style and relationships. And we're going to go in a more positive more positive direction um, and kind of talk about how to keep a relationship healthy. Um, and then, of course, we'll get back to the breakup questions. But um, I hope you guys had an amazing week. As always, if you would like to submit a question um, for the podcast, you can send me a DM on any of my social media platforms. Um, TikTok is Nora13. Um, and then the email is datingbynora at gmail.com. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend and I will see you guys next Friday. Bye.